Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, a podcast series brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Herb Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. Impacting Jamaica shines the spotlight on the many, but often ignored, positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy. Hello, Jamaica. Hello, world. Welcome to another Impacting Jamaica podcast. Today, we connect with the Spanish Jamaica Foundation to learn more about their work in Jamaica. We therefore have the pleasure of chatting with project manager Vanessa Magoo to learn more. Ms. Magoo, welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Thank you very much, Shalian. All right. First question to you. How and when did the Spanish Jamaica Foundation come about? Okay, so the Spanish Jamaican Foundation was started in 2006. It was a time when the Spaniards, the Spanish companies were investing in Jamaica. So they came together, the ambassador at the time, Jesus Silva, Milton Samura, and other stakeholders. And it, they formed a foundation to foster positive relations between the companies and the Jamaicans residing in the communities where they were building up their structures, the hotels, the hospitals, and so on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they wanted to form a positive relationship with the Jamaicans there and in the country at large. So they wanted to deepen the relationship since they are coming here to do business, but they have also done things. It's not just a relationship where you have positive vibes, but they've also done a lot of work in Jamaica. So I'm going to ask you to share the most important initiatives carried out by the foundation in Jamaica since, when did you say, 2006? 2006, yes. Right. So share some of the main initiatives that the foundation has implemented in Jamaica. Well, one of the earlier projects was the Civil Exhibition Center in St. Anne. We helped with the design of the storyboards and with the purchase of the materials and so on, so that we could enhance the museum at the new Seville site. That was one of the earlier projects. But now, um, well, from about 2008, We have a project with the Real Madrid Foundation, which is called the Real Madrid Foundation Football School for Social Integration. So that program is in Mobay. And what it is, is a group of students from age 5 to 17, boys and girls. We use the sport of football to train them in social, positive socialization. So we would address gender issues. We would address violence and other factors, you know, that affect these children from these, I wouldn't want to say low-income areas, but most of the children are from the Rosal area and the communities surrounding Rosal. Mm-hmm. And how would you say those children have responded to, to that program? Well, it's my favorite program, I can tell you, because I enjoy working with the children. We provide them with, with positive role models. We do Um, Some courses, well, not courses, workshops for their parents. We carry the children on field trips. We also let them participate in football games, although it's not about football, but because they're receiving a training and you'd want to see them practice, we organize games for them. The children have reacted positively. We have students who were very violent, um, disrespectful, 
but now they have come across, some of them have even gone on to represent Jamaica in football overseas. Okay, that sounds good. Um, you are going on to share some of the other initiatives that you do as a foundation. Well, we do environmental programs with the Jamaica Environmental Trust. We assist them with their school environmental projects. Usually, um, in you know, since recently last year and this year, we've had a lower amount of projects, but in the past, these are some of the things that we used to do. We're very big on support for the environment, as you can imagine. The beaches and so on would greatly impact our member companies as well as the Jamaicans living in those communities. So we have to ensure that best practices are upheld. The companies on their own have also engaged on their own environmental awareness and protection. So another thing that we do we assist with disabilities. We have supported the blind community, the deaf community, the autistic community. We are also big on parent training and community development through training of persons living in the communities. We also have an internship program where we have a young person who has recently graduated from a tertiary institution and they can spend six months to a year with us learning about, well, professionalism and, you know, to get some work experience before going out into the broader working world. We've so far successfully had three interns who have gone further in their areas of study. So we had um, one that did food chemistry, one that did nursing and an anesthesiologist, and they're now working in their field of study. Sounds good. It sounds that the foundation is involved in a number of different areas in terms of youth development, you know, uh, environmental support and all these things. And I know that the objective of the foundation was to strengthen relationship and strengthen the friendship between Jamaica and Spain. But I'm sure foreign language training, Spanish language is a part of what you've been doing to support Jamaica. Of course, it has to be a great part because we are the Spanish Jamaican Foundation. So um, what we do, one of our bigger projects is scholarships, because not only are we into helping students who are learning the language, but we're also wanting to enable the teachers to effectively and efficiently deliver the course of studies to the students. So we offer scholarships to eight schools. Um, but the four teachers' colleges that train uh, Spanish language teachers, as well as the Montego Bay Community College, Brownstone Community College, Hart College of Hospitality Services, and UE, in order to enable the persons who will be working in the hospitality sector as well to have a working knowledge of the language. Awesome. So you do quite a bit of work in terms of different groups of people learning Spanish through the foundation. But did you mention the partnership that you have with the Ministry of Education and Youth? Well, with the Ministry of Education and Youth, we do three major projects. Mm -hmm. We do Spanish Immersion Day. This year, in, in fact, it was even more successful than in previous years because due to the COVID and the use of online learning platforms, we have actually reached students in the wider Caribbean, not just Jamaica, in our last set of CSEC workshops, we, we, we reached over a thousand young people doing the CSEC examination 
we in Trinidad, Guyana, Belize, and other CARICOM countries. Other projects that we do with the ministry are Read Across Jamaica Day, we do it in Spanish. Um, we recently started to do the activity on International Literacy Day um, in order to raise greater awareness of that day. It's in September. We read a story to the children in Spanish. It's geared towards primary level students, grade one students, to show them that, hey, there's another language out there that many persons are speaking and, you know, to give them that kind of an awareness. I'd love to know how the children react to, to, that, to, to reading those stories in Spanish. Oh, it's very well received because we work with the embassies of Spanish-speaking countries and also our board members, and they would send persons out, mostly it's native speakers. So the children are really, it's really a joy to watch them because they're excited, especially when they realize that these persons are speaking a whole different language. Some of them, it's the first time they're hearing Spanish. Others of them, they have heard it in the supermarkets. And, you know, in fact, if I go to Price Mart on any given day, I'm hearing Spanish going through the aisles. I'm sure that these children are now, in fact, you know, more aware that, wow, there are really people speaking this and I want to be learning this. This is interesting. You know what I mean? But it's very well received. It's exciting. We use large picture books with very simple sentences so they can easily grasp the concept of the stories. Do you have any opportunities where you share more about the Spanish culture with children? Yes, we have national carol concerts. Yeah, man, we, it's, in fact, the Spanish immersion that I was telling you about before, we had, we invited members of the diplomatic community, the Spanish speaking countries, they did some recording. So the children had authentic learning materials in terms of hearing a native speaker go through the reading passages for the CSEC examination. We also do a national carol concert. We have one in Kingston and usually in St. James, Mm -hmm. where the persons, again, from the embassies of the Spanish-speaking countries, they go into the schools in the weeks before the concert, and they share a carol that is traditional to their country, teach the students the carol as well as some cultural concepts and then they, the children perform on you know it's it's a concert that we invite students from the primary even mm-hmm. basic school right up to the tertiary level they come they perform and some are in the audience so you would have been working for the spanish foundation for how long now well um almost 10 years almost i am no i well Yes, I'm now the manager of the foundation. Right. (laughs) I've been here almost 10 years. So it's a decade for you. So then this next question, what would you say are the similarities? Because you've been involved in so many of the initiatives that you just described, and you've worked with the children and so on. What are some of the similarities you've seen in terms of Jamaican culture and Spanish culture? Well, one of our other projects is a cultural exchange where we have We usually bring a performer in collaboration with the Embassy of Spain. So each year we try to have two concerts or another similar cultural event. We've brought clowns in. We've brought flamenco artists, saxophonists, and these persons come in and share with the Jamaicans through Edna Manley, 
um, College and the Alpha Institute. I think it's the Alpha Institute. I don't want to say the wrong, you know, the one yes. that has the band. Yes, yes. So, right. So in terms of similarities between our cultures, we are all musical persons. We have a rhythm. There are the vibes, the vibrant exchanges, the creativity. Yes. Yes. There is a lot um, of similarities between Spanish and Jamaican music. And when we bring these artists in, they actually learn from our musicians or, or, or performers, as well as they're able to part, um, impart knowledge. So there's a good, a true exchange of knowledge and information, but there's so much that is similar. You know what I mean? The persons that are warm, just like us in the Caribbean, in Jamaica, the food, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities between our culture and that of the Spanish culture, the Spaniards thing. And what do you find that the the children are most excited about? Because you talked about the children as it relates to the Real Madrid initiative, which I think is more sports based. And then you also right. have the exchange, you have the 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 teaching of the seasick kids and so on. Uh, what do you think the children are most excited about? Is it the flair of the language? Um, what, what are some of your insights as it relates to how the children respond to Spanish? Well, I think for most of the children, it's how it's brought about to them. Because if you bring it to them in an interesting way and a creative way, they'll gravitate more towards it. And I think especially for the children in the in the rural areas, it's that they are finding it difficult to say, okay, I want to learn Spanish because one, the cost of learning, if you're going to sit it in CSEC, you'll have to pay for the oral fees. So we try to assist, as a matter of fact, we pay the oral examination fees for all CSEC students in the Ministry of Education's region spanning St. Mary to Westmoreland. So we do that in order to facilitate more students sitting the exam. Wow, so, that's awesome. Yeah. No, yes, on. we're very awesome. You know, the Spanish Jamaican Foundation is a very awesome foundation, right? Yeah. So that the, us having the carol concerts, we also work with the Association of, the National Association of Spanish Teachers. I'm trying to translate that from Spanish in my mind because it's actually Asociación Nacional. The professores de español. So we work with them. They do concerts. They do debate competitions, all different kinds of activities to um, engage the students in learning the language from early right up to, as I said before, the tertiary level. So let me ask you this. I mean, we, we already know that having a first and second language is very important. Why is having Spanish as a second language strategic or useful for kids, for adults, for professionals, whoever? What have you seen in your experience in terms of the benefit of having Spanish? Well, Shelley, um, if you think about the fact that in the Caribbean, 60-something percent of the Caribbean speak Spanish. When you look at a country like Jamaica, the Trinidad, the Tobago, those that speak English, they're a very small amount. Even just looking at the map and seeing the sizes of these countries in relation to like a Cuba mm -hmm. and those other countries in Central and South America, you realize that we are completely surrounded by Spanish-speaking countries. 
So it is to our advantage to learn a language. There are a number of scholarships that students can take up if they have a uh, working knowledge of Spanish. There are career opportunities. Um, there is a lot that you can get from having a second language, not just Spanish. I mean, but Spanish for us in the Caribbean because of our location is very strategic, you know, and it gives you an edge in, the ter- in terms of employment and further possibilities for education. Awesome. And I, I imagine that you are, are, are bilingual now. Well, I speak Spanish. I know French. And that allows me to read Portuguese, Italian. I think that's it. I'm not sure. But yeah, <laughs> I've, I can translate from Portuguese and Italian to English just and with my knowledge of Spanish and French. Nice, nice. And you would say <laughs> then that Spanish, because that ability has given you access to new worlds, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It has really done so. All right, I want to then end by asking you to share a few cool things about Jamaica. Your favorite okay. spot and why, your favorite person and why, and your favorite food and why. Okay, my favorite spot, I don't have any exact spot. I like water, the rivers, those kind of things. But what I really love is the countryside. You know, it's cool, it's peaceful. There's the sounds of birds and the crickets. That's my thing. I like those things. Favorite person, I had to give that a little bit of thought, um, but Louise, when it comes to mind, because I love tradition and I love learning cultural things, she's vibrant, well, was vibrant, and her personality was jovial and actually brings you, she draws you in when she's performing and speaking. And my favorite food, I have two. Of course, one is going to be a Spanish food I and one so. is going to be Jamaican. <laughs> So my favorite Jamaican food is ackee and corn pork. And there's no real reason why. It's just that I love it. I have an ackee tree at home, so maybe that's a plus. But yeah, it's my favorite thing. My favorite food is East Indian. So, you know, anybody having East Indian, you can just think (laughs) Shelly. My favorite Spanish food is paella. And it's a rice rice dish with meat. So it cannot be a seafood paella with like, um, oh God, what's the word in English? Seafood and shrimp and so on. Or it can just be a regular paella with a mixture of meats and thing. But I love it because of the color, the taste and everything like that. And do you know that the first dish, that Spanish dish I created was a paella in high school? Um, so as you're sharing it now, I'm like, oh. we, the, the immersion, the, the relationship, the, the, um, the connection between Jamaica and, and Spain and Spanish culture is pretty strong. It is. It's very strong. All right. I think that's where we're going to end for today. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us on Impacting Jamaica. You're welcome, Shelley, and thanks for having me. Impacting Jamaica was brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Carib Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or on Deezer. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy.